Hey now, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, and best friend, Derek, and you're listening to New Release, a movie podcast with a time-traveling twist. Twist. Ah, Ashley, Ah. (laughs) (laughs) enough enough noises for this week. Uh, When the heck are we? Hot damn hot potato, that's what it sounds like. Um, (laughs) It feels good to be back in the 80s, mid-May 1982, to be precise. Not quite summer yet, but we want to get back and settle in before school let out. Less competition for summer jobs, you know. Um, how did y'all's interviews at the pool go, by the way? Did you get them? Did you get the job? Still waiting <laughs> on a response. It's been like a week. That's not good. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm at the top of the list. They just maybe I wrote my number down wrong or something on the application. I don't know. I could barely swim like three laps back and forth (laughs) during the tryout but yeah a little out of shape i've just never been had the most endurance as a swimmer but you know got my outfit on point yeah Yeah. (laughs) derek did you get your job i doggy paddled around i still haven't heard back well i got mine so i guess i'll support you guys (laughs) Yeah. Well, Ashley is head lifeguard, so maybe it's uh, maybe she's the reason that we haven't gotten our <laughs> our applications process. Maybe I switched yet. the numbers on your application. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, good luck with that. Uh, it's gonna be either way. It's gonna be awkward. Either you're gonna be our boss, or you're gonna be the reason that we didn't get jobs in the first what place. What would you prefer? So. Um, you can go full sugar mama. Okay. All right. Sweet. I'll just support you guys. Um, all right. Well, the good news about that is our new president promises buoyant economic times ahead. Ah, clever oh, pun. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I wonder who wrote that. About Definitely 10 days ago, we all kept our rendezvous with the Internal Revenue Service and added up our income tax. If it'll help ease the pain, let me remind you that in about two months, on July 1st, you'll start paying 10% less income tax on what you earn. But that won't mean anything to a growing group of citizens who've already given themselves a tax cut. It's estimated that about $95 billion in income tax is not being paid. That's enough to balance the budget. Now, if your first reaction was that these are big money operators using tax shelters, and there are some doing that, I'm not talking (laughs) about them. The $95 billion is tax owed on an estimated $450 billion in, for want of a better word, the underground economy. The people in this economy are... Wait. So we can get into the pool for free, even if we don't work there. Yeah, we're part of the so-called underground economy. You remember that news report we had on prostitution, teen prostitution? Oh, yeah. And this is this is this is the start of Ronald Reagan's presidency. And I think we learned in 1984 that he won his reelection in the largest electoral landslide of all time. But this is like a year and a half into his first term and it seems like you know he's got some he's got some good policies but what he's really doing is like trying to um uh, enable the the rich to get a richer and the underground economy the freeloaders like derek and i to get squeezed out so (laughs) yeah great well i have a job so i'm good yeah, you're good. Yeah, you yeah. Can pay but triple so, the taxes. Yeah, I'll pay yeah. triple the taxes. You guys pay nothing, and then I'll help support us all. So yeah. let's shut the TV off and let's go watch a movie. Oh yeah, what's, oh, yeah, we should do that. I guess. What's what's showing, Ashley? Uh, what? <laughs> Sorry, that threw me off by a lot. 
I supposed to go to the box office? No, you're supposed to read the read the script. Damn it! Oh, <clears throat> you forget some words. I got confused. Derek threw me off. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Let's say that. that again. But yeah. So let's turn off the TV. I'm I'm a little bit upset that we. Yeah. That was that was a perfect transition. Yeah, it was actually, too good. It was, it was too good. Okay. What's showing at the box office this, this week, Ashley? Week, Ashley? Oh my was gosh, that better? Those are the worst. Yeah, is that better? Let's just talk. Derek, can, can you, you just... uh, pull open that newspaper in front of you and read uh, this <laughs> handy description here? Since we're just getting caught up, oh. there are a few <laughs> things that are already out there that are still packing butts and seats. This one looks a little bit dicey, which I've seen before, and it is. It's pretty problematic. What is it? Yeah, so you Four have to keys. describe it. Is it a gambling movie? Dicey? Uh, no, that'd be that'd be pretty good. But no, um, it is Porky's. Okay, it's uh, tough, a little tough to watch, and the poster for it is also tough to look at, which is basically <laughs> a girl in the shower and a peeping tom, and it says, "Keep an eye out for the funniest movie about growing up ever made." But it looks pretty. Doesn't look great. I don't love it. Yeah, doesn't it have um even a more scandalous tagline. Oh. You'll be, You'll glad, be glad you, you came. came. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, uh, and that okay. is a cult classic. You guys want to watch it? <laughs> I mean, I'd it's, rather it's already been else. out for 15 weeks, so it's old news at the box office, but Ooh. apparently it's okay. uh, still has a intense following for whatever reason. I'm sure we can find something more wholesome and family-friendly to watch. Actually. Yeah. yeah, I found something really family-friendly. Um, it has to do with Arnold Schwarzenegger just slicing and dicing up people, lots of blood and gore. Okay. And tagline is thief, warrior, gladiator, king. And you have Arnold standing with a sword reaching into the air. And then yeah. his sidekick, Valeria, I think Valeria. Oh, um, they definitely don't say that name. They don't. They said it once <laughs> and they cut it from the movie, but okay. that's her name. Um, but she's like beside him crouching down. And then there's like flames in the background. And they're on top of this rock and it looks pretty epic. This looks great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm in. What's it? What's the title? The title is Conan or Conan. Shoot. No, it's Conan. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Conan seriously. the Barbarian. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Zendaya. <laughs> it rhymes with Raggedy Zendaya. Ann. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Okay. So let's go. <laughs> Conan the Barbarian. I am so stoked. Drew? Yeah, me too. Oh yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ashley. I don't care if you're stoked. I do, but I, I already said, stoked. let's go. Okay. Warrior. Thief. Conqueror. Now playing at a theater near you. Like this okay. was amazing. Wow. That, was that was so, so much good. blood. <laughs> <laughs> like all the time, just blood packets just splurting everywhere. Blood packets. I mean, any movie that starts and ends with a decapitation is yeah. an A plus in my book. And I mean, seeing James Earl Jones's head tumble down the steps, that oh was great, especially after we just watched Star Wars, um, which you don't <laughs> see his face in that movie. You hear his voice, obviously. Darth and, Vader. Um, 
Yeah, he's Darth Vader. So, yeah. and you don't see his bangs and his flat. Oh my gosh, his bangs! <laughs> mullet in in that movie either. Uh, maybe it's tucked into the Vader outfit. But anyway, uh, good riddance to to his character and everyone else that died at the hands of the mighty barbarian in this movie. What did y'all think? Sounds like you're pretty amped up. I would say it started off. I was like, oh man, I don't know. I don't know. It almost made me a little nauseous. I was expecting all that blood to be honest. I was like, Ooh, ah. really? Yeah. And I don't know why. I think it's just cause it was so just like barbaric, <laughs> like no mercy blood everywhere. Um, and then it was a little slow for a bit and then yep. it started to like build and build. And by the end, what, what I mean, we can talk about whatever he's like sitting on the throne and he's like the, he's like a self-proclaimed King. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got yeah. a beard now. Yeah. He looks like so cool. <laughs> They're like doing going full Marvel and setting up the next movie during yeah. the, the title sequence mm-hmm. um, or the credit sequence. Yeah, yeah. credit. They even changed. They it said like um, this. The rest of the story will be told. And they say I, it didn't match the voiceover. Yeah, um, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty uh, we have to mention, I mean, in the first uh round i don't know what to call them anymore of new yeah. release i meant to look this up this was probably one of the first 10 or so movies we watched so this not this the sequel conan the destroyer yeah um, which came out two years later in 1984 the best year ever arguably <laughs> and sure. did this movie feel familiar to y'all at all it fucking did, Drew. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, it definitely you and sure. I, we, we watched wait, it. We, we, for the podcast? Well, we watched The Destroyer for the podcast, but we definitely, we were more um, on top of our homework at that point. You know, just young, yeah. new release, uh, ingenues, yeah. trying to, to be overachievers. <laughs> Good and we definitely time. watched both movies back to back for that episode. Yes. So I was like, it, I had this movie in my mind thinking it was the one we watched for the podcast, but it was actually just that we just watched it to prepare. Yes. So it took me until the last 10 minutes where <laughs> where the head comes down the stairs where I'm like, oh, I know what he's, what's about to happen. And then I was thinking like, oh, yeah. we I've watched, watched this it. with Drew. Yeah. 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 I think we all did. And I mean, what's interesting uh, I think I'm sure we did this on the last episode is they switched from a hard R actually, you know, getting squeamish in the theater mm-hmm. to a PG rating. We don't need to iterate for the millionth time why they yeah. didn't have PG 13. But anyway, they, the second movie tries to pretend that it's violent and doesn't show anything. Doesn't show any blood. Yeah. Doesn't show any of the actual, doesn't show any boobs like this movie. Right. Um, <laughs> But there were, anyway, there were, there were couples of boobs. Yeah, couples yeah. of boobs. No magnetic nipples were harmed in the making of this production. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway, I I I yeah. thought the the gore was good. I thought Arnold was a presence <laughs> uh, for sure. I love when they introduce him. Like they do the wheel of pain. Wheel of pain. Yeah. Yeah. Montage where he's just <laughs> it's going around in circles, and you see his little chicken legs turn into. Full on drumsticks, yeah, yeah, turkey legs, whatever. <laughs> and then you see his hair, and you see his just, just insane, you know, Mr. Universe frame. Uh, 
His performance is whatever. You know, it's gonna it's an we still amazing, have a long way to go before kindergarten cop. He's yeah. amazing on screen. Yeah. Just so visually entertaining. Yes. Yeah. He's a presence, a huge presence for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had Terminator, we've had um the second movie of in this franchise and in total recall and kindergarten, kindergarten cop, cop. Yeah. probably one of the you know biggest recurring figures in the history of of our podcast so it's always good yeah. to spend more time with arnold yeah um what about and oh the other thing i wanted to mention is when we were back in 2022 i saw the north man um not really pronounced like that but whatever i was and, there too <laughs> yeah oh yeah we both saw it Duh. sorry oh, you, no. you you disappeared okay. so quickly i forgot um, yeah, yeah. Okay. didn't this movie have the same plot <laughs> basically <laughs> basically yes yeah so not that, not that the northman was an original story but like yeah so this came out before the destroyer yeah this yeah. the destroyer was 84 so i'm curious what you all thought because this reminded me of like a dungeons and dragons experience uh this the soundtrack was really just a bunch of orchestrated music. Our good old friend Basil is back. Hell yeah. Basil's yeah. back. Yeah, and, and it was it, actually... It, oh, go ahead, Jerry. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say there's a sorcerer, which you find out, well, spoilers, towards the, the, the near end. We've already talked about the we've already talked about the very end, so yeah. we're good on spoilers. <laughs> well, so, so there's a sorcerer, uh, an archer, and then you've got this, the sword and board dude, which is Conan. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... It was to me. It was just this amazing D and D visual experience. Like whatever There's, role you want really to play. Really wasn't much else going. Well, on. it's a quest. Yeah, exactly. It's a quest movie. Like yeah. he. Yes. I feel like in the second one, it's a save the princess movie, right? In mm-hmm. this one, it sort of is too, because yep. it just happens halfway through where it's he. Uh, once they're like becoming uh, fat and content on their spoils from robbing people. A um, one of the people they rob from con- contracts them to save his daughter mm-hmm. from the evil like snake cult. Yeah, she's under um, spell. But yeah, each character has their own role and their strengths and weaknesses. Like Derek's mentioning, we have the the brute, you know, like uh, strongman in Arnold. We have the archer. We have the the more agile, more nimble, um, kind of more um, confident female character uh mm-hmm. valeria awesome. is that what Which you said yeah nice. valeria um and then we have the sorcerer so it is it is very questy very D inspired um and that's kind of a movie that i mean honestly the northman follows a similar formula but it's not nearly as like fantasy inspired so it's a more this- like brutal if you were to take ah if you were to take that the the Batman that they created when it got super gritty, the yeah. the mm-hmm. film with the, the Dark Knights. Yeah, you would take like that, that as the D and D version of like the gritty D and D version would be the Northman. Yeah, this one's a little bit you know more just kind of fantasy. Arnold just yeah. like ripped Zelda with like lots of blood. Ooh, <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a children's flick for sure. I mean, it 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 is in the sense that you know, like child could understand the story but but yeah it's interesting that they made a financial decision after the first one to try to expand out the audience to to families and stuff and that was just 
from what I can remember, there were definitely some charms in the second one. I remember the the Ike Ice Castle set being yeah, really that cool. Was awesome. And Grace yeah. Jones being an, an incredible uh, screen presence as well with Arnold and Wilt Chamberlain, the basketball player, yep. <laughs> is also that. in that one. So he's he's obviously a a, a presence. Speaking of Showtime, um, so yeah, I mean this movie is very. This was a great way to get back into the '80s because it's oh, a yeah. tone of fantasy movie that you, even if you would even if they make movies of a similar storyline they definitely don't make them in this tone (laughs) anymore um but what else what else did y'all enjoy about the movie or not (laughs) well i was gonna mention well i was just gonna mention about like the the music it was by a 90 piece orchestra which i thought was really cool fucking amazing and they had a 24 member choir too that sang like mock latin like not real latin but i thought it was just really cool like i love the soundtrack yeah, you feel like it was like you're a crazy like epic like universe the entire time. You're just like getting hyped up the entire time. Dude, exactly. It reminded me of an RPG, so role play, uh, role playing game. game. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, called or well, in it's called Elder Scrolls, but they've made several versions, and just you explore this universe or this world, and that music's playing the entire time. And you just hang out in that music for like three hours, just going through the forest, fighting trolls and doing shit. Yeah, that sounds so, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So here's so, here are some of the films that Basil Poldoris, pardon my pronunciation, has scored. And we've seen a lot of them. Conan the Destroyer. Conan yeah. the Barbarian. Yeah. Robocop. Heard of it? Yeah. Um, yeah. The Hunt for Red October. No oh, podcast shit. movie. Free Willy. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> we got to put choice. that on our docket. Yeah. Red Dawn, another podcast movie. Ooh, yeah. And I mean, uh, dude, some Steven yeah, Seagal man. movies. I mean, he's a serial mom, Truly which we talked about. The experience yeah. really changes yeah. the experience. It makes a, a visual experience kind of an auditorial experience. If auditorial I, I remember like noticing his name kept popping up on our podcast movies. And then just looking yeah. back at his filmography now, it's not Basil is not a name that you forget. So no. just when I've been watching movies <laughs> ever since we've started the podcast. I've noticed that name pop up over and over. I mean, Starship Trooper is just like a whole different range of tones of movies that he's, he's worked in. And yeah. And then like something that's like, Serial Mom, that's, that's just a great movie. Yeah. So um, I, I traveled back into 2022 really quick to get mm-hmm. a Philly cheesesteak from a spot that I heard was really good. <laughs> and Starship Troopers was playing. Well, hell yeah. Oh, no, nice. so I traveled back and now we're here. So I'm actually traveling back in two weeks when we do our spoilers, uh, Stranger Things episode. Um, I'm going to see Starship Troopers in theaters in 2022, ironically. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Yeah. You're welcome to join Derek at the Hollywood. And one more Basil shout out, Lassie. What a a weird variety. Dude, I was talking about Lassie the other night. Maybe it's the Lassie and American Psycho, your favorites. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um let's play a clip because we need to hear a little arnold voice let's play the um oh, man the what is clip derek this is good but what is best in life the open step three thoughts falcons at your wrist and wind in your hair wrong conan what is best in life to crush your enemies 
see them driven before you, and you hear the lamentation of the women. I've heard people quote that IRL before, um, before I had seen this movie. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's like, that's probably the most consecutive words that he speaks uh, yeah. at any point in this movie. Um, but they're, they're good ones and great delivery. So um, just the beginning of a long line of mm, quotable Arnold moments, which <laughs> is another thing we discussed on the podcast at, at one point, his best one liners. So, yeah, I mean, this movie is a blast. It is not without its like faults and slow points as, as you mentioned, Ashley, I mean, anything we want to, yeah, what, kind of like what don't here? Yeah, what don't we like about it? Because I mean, well, I guess you don't go into it thinking the acting is to be good, so we'll just not worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so throw throw that axe out the window. Throw the act, yeah, throw the axe out of the acting acting axe out the window. But I mean, for what it is, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I, but going into it, the first fifteen minutes, I was like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm into it. It's kind of weird. It's a little like slow, but also there's yeah, like the gore I mentioned. Yeah, let's just go ahead and cut off his mom's head already. What are you? Yeah, that was crazy. That took a whole ninety seconds. I was like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah, that was interesting. Point. I was like, he's in a lot of swords at each other. Um, Yeah, that was really well done. How they kind of did like a fake out, and then they they show him like from behind, and then he swings, and then they just show like the hair. (laughs) Yeah, the hair fall. Yeah, I actually rewinded that and had to watch it a couple of times just to make sure I. Understood what was on happening. the bootleg <laughs> copy that you filmed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that do you think he like do you think he like lol, like he put under his spell and that's why she dropped her sword or like lowered her sword? Or did you she think never, that he she never lowered her sword? I think he just had a longer sword. No, she lowered her sword, she had well, like, a pie I mean, and she like lowered it and then he sliced hmm. her head off. I think maybe okay. she made a calculated decision that I mean, they were outnumbered a million to one, so or you know. 20 yeah. to one. And so what were they going to, they couldn't fight. Um, yeah. So yeah, she was hoping so that they would, they would just let them go, I guess. And similar to Northman, like, yeah, yeah, they did. And they just kept him. <laughs> I don't know what they ended up doing with Arnold though. Well, they, they turned him it's, into a slave. Yeah. He had to do the wheel oh, of pain uh, and then fight people in that like, yeah. dungeon right, thing. Right. Right. Okay. Just like the Northman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this absolutely <laughs> <missed> follows. <laughs> follows the Northman uh, story template pretty yeah, yeah oh template gosh. pretty pretty closely <laughs> yeah well what did y'all think of the Arnold um, demolishing people in the the pit <laughs> montage I love that part oh man it was intense it's he went from, when like, you were getting queasy yeah I mean when he was bashing that dude's head against the wall and just like brutally stabbing everyone with his like, yeah. things on his hands like the Wolverine claws I was like what is happening because he turned the first fight he had in there, this guy was like biting on his neck and he was like, I can't mm-hmm. do this anymore. And all of a sudden he's like, I can do it. And he just starts murdering everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a this killer murder. Murder. Well, sorry, that was redundant. Kill- it's kill- a killer murder. A killer <laughs> yeah, murder killer montage. Murders. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And then he's like, it, it really is a, a character shift for him. I mean, he's so broken, obviously, because he yeah. watched his, his father and mother be killed in front of him. And then he was enslaved his whole life. And then he was forced into, you know, unwilling man-to-man combat but at a certain point he turns into a complete barbarian and starts to enjoy it he says in voiceover yeah. right he's like now i'm relishing i'm the loving the barbarian 
yeah. life. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> exactly. exactly verbatim yeah um that was actually arnold uh that was a sound bite so i thought that was cool i thought you know like we m- briefly mentioned the woman that he teams up with is a complete badass until yeah. she's just yes. sort of randomly killed but well she's shot by a, a snake arrow you know what are you of course know? yeah is one <laughs> which is conan's biggest fear is what or a snake or like the biggest challenge of his life is a snake allegedly so, but he's never actually scared of him right at all well, so he had to destroy a snake but then also a snake destroyed like the love of his life so but he was yeah. fine killing that huge snake that was like five billion pounds he's like <laughs> i'll just stab it through the head and you're like okay god speaking of gore that's probably the only part of the gore that was not too much but like uh overwhelmed me a little bit was yeah. seeing the the sword go through the giant snakes like underbelly and then just like chopping it and chopping its head off and then it's still squirming around in the pit yeah when the the women of the cult are like sacrificing themselves or one woman is um God. yeah there's a snake, snake cult. was really cool though <laughs> yeah the snake was awesome um i was really wanting to try to get my hands on a 2011 copy of the remake with Jason Momoa, but I couldn't bring myself to to watch that. <laughs> yeah, so. that's probably okay. for the thank best. you, thank <laughs> yeah. you for d- not watching that for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that like I said, we used to do our homework, but now we're you know we're slacking, slacking. off. Yeah, our- yeah, and sleeping, slacking Sleep and, and sleeping. Slacking. So speaking of sleeking, sleeking, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Uh, Arnold, uh, very gentlemanly when they first throw him a, uh, a woman to have his way with, he covers her, yep. escorts her over to the bed and then has his way with her. Yeah. So what did you think about his relationships in this movie? That was so odd. Uncomfortable. That was yeah. so odd. <laughs> well, cause I was like, Oh, he's such a gentleman. I was like, that's yeah. nice. He's just going to wrap her up, up and they're going to like yeah. talk. I don't know. And he's like, no bed. I'm going to, you know, and I was like, what the fuck? Arnold sucks. So I was <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that scene was. So there are people staring through like a, mm-hmm. a gate. Well, he's you know? in a prison. Yeah, yeah they're just like watching so through, the, through the prison gate. Like people are wanting to know what's going to happen. And yeah, at first he cool. he wraps her up and is like, all right, this guy is going to actually treat her very well. And I guess. In hindsight, it was just to hide her from everybody else until he had her way with her. I mean, so the the standards so to which the standards to which men and barbarians were held at the time, I think it was meant to convey that at a minimum he like treated her with some level yeah. of decency <laughs> and like actually let's hear your take gentle no gentleness like he was uh, he was gentle compared to like. Sure. If you were just treating a woman like a complete like piece of meat, yeah, sure. he just like gently raped her, gently, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, even What's compared to like Game of Thrones song? or something, like there, right. there, it, it was. I mean, like I, this isn't a defense whatsoever. I just right. think what the movie was trying to convey was that <laughs> he I hope is you like to defend yourself in this sort of scenario. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't of of forceful you know assault he was and rape situation than the other one yeah no yeah. i know what you're saying the intent of the movie was to say like he's at least on the very minimal level like still retained some mm-hmm. humanity um and then he sleeps with a um 
evil sorcerer lady, right? Yeah, I didn't so see I don't that know what coming. To make of that. And then um, where did she? Did she ever come back? Yeah, I don't think it really amounts to much. Okay. Um, and then he meets his true love, and what's really cool about their relationship, which does is consummated, mm-hmm. is like they're equals. They're oh, yeah. like equals in on the battlefield and equals in the sack, um, presumably. And so their like love making is very um consensual and just mm-hmm. on like equal terms because they're peers and and just mutually admire each other. Yeah, and so, I'd almost say cool. like she was almost more of the brain, like the brains in the operation, which is cool to see. Yeah. Like when they're in that layer in the first place, and she's like, You guys go down here, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go up here and watch this. And they're like, Okay, we'll listen to you. I was like, Yeah. Like she's she powerful gets, and taking control. She's cool. She gets the line that they keep quoting. It's like, isn't are you is now when you want to die, or is now the time to die? Um, they they repeat her like catchphrase three or four times. <laughs> so but not her um, name, but not her name. No, not her name. And just to go back to the the first woman for a second, like um I think that the reason that scene exists in the movie is so they could have some boobs. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't I, I don't think we need to read too read too far into it. Yeah. It's just like they're looking, the producers are looking at their watch and it's the 35 minute mark. It's boob time. And yeah, yeah. we've had enough, we've had enough kills. Arnold's starting to, you know, fully come into his own. Let's mm-hmm. get some. Let's yeah, uh, let's get some boobs into the pick. Some skin. So, yeah, yeah. So that makes no, let's nobody. Show, let's show his yeah. flaws. This character's flaws. Yeah. Well, his flaws is the in, in I mean, the you know in the world that he's living. In. Yeah. Yeah. We'll he, we'll actually play a clip from Arnold if we remember later, um, where he kind of talks about that about his character's uh, flaws and how that makes him more relatable. Um, so um <laughs> what else what else we got hmm. we want to talk about like the scene where he gets crucified and then brought back to life that's oh, pretty my- brutal that yeah was- yes oh, let's talk yeah. about that because that is where the sorcerer comes in yeah which is a great D character to play yeah <laughs> you always like the sorcerer like the mage they're always the best y- yeah yes the oh mage. well do what, let's do a quick impromptu round of choose your character I think I'm sure we did this for the first one, um, the yeah, first second one. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. But <laughs> okay. obviously, I'm, I'm Arnold. Down. Yeah. Oh, so Drew's Arnold. I'm fine with yeah. that. Ash. I mean, I'm gonna. And I usually don't pick the girl, but I'm gonna be Valeria. Yeah. She was. Sweet. I mean, I would have wanted to pick her, but and I'm just. I, yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna be the archer. Okay. Who, who he first? Who he first meets? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they was- run. They run around for so long. <laughs> together remember that yeah for too long and then <laughs> at one point they're like let's go waste time in this city that they <laughs> you remember that yeah let's go waste time i just <laughs> love that that was a line in the movie well i was surprised when i saw the runtime i was like oh over two hours that's interesting and i was like oh yeah. that's there's a lot of you know i kept thinking it was here. over um yeah <laughs> the, especially... first time they, the first time when they found james Earl jones and Morphs into the snake. Oh, let's talk about that too. He morphs was, into a snake. Yeah, remember he's Did a snake. His face starts. His face starts to grow, and then his hands retract, and then all of a sudden he turns into a snake, and then he goes slithering through the hole. When they're right, when they go into like the his lair and are killing the oh, shit out of all right, the right, guards, right. Yeah. he turns into a snake and like slithers away. Yeah, that was pretty wicked. That's probably probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. 
Yeah, at least it gives you some context for why he's amassed like such a large cult following. He does mm-hmm. uh, seemingly possess this kind of like mind control power and and he tries he's like so confident that he can uh exert it on conan in the end and that's when he uh gets his head chopped off so like multiple <laughs> times he like chops at all angles and oh off. yeah i know i thought that was hilarious because normally like it's if one you're swoop. a good swordsman well yeah, yeah one the steel uh a lot of steel talk in this movie that's so one of the drinking <laughs> drinking rules <laughs> um steel talk drink yeah steel talk uh, i don't want to play that we have a clip for that but i don't really want to play it um so sorry it's... for no one no one in this world can you trust not men not women not beasts guys stroking the sword this you can trust that's his dad right this you can trust like he's talking about father? steel you can't yeah. trust women you can't trust people but what's, strong, but what's stronger than steel flesh? I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't get it. So Angel you can't, Jones. but yeah. I mean, I, I guess the, the idea is that flesh is wielding the steel. Well, yeah, sure. But like your, no, flesh, your flesh can feel pain. Your steel can't. It's Unless the villain's has, character that says yeah. flesh is stronger, yeah. not his yeah. dad, because he gets people to yeah. jump like often commit suicide um, at his at his will and yeah, that's that, when he's like flesh is is stronger than your did, puny sword did that remind Until you Arnie, of arnold whips out his yeah. sword did that yeah. remind you of midsummer just a little less brutal when you, than oh midsummer. yeah wow yeah, yeah. yeah. anytime anybody falls off a rock i'm like oh no no no, no. <laughs> well, i thought it was hilarious <laughs> that they jumped to their death but like i don't know whether it was for stunt purpose reasons they have to fall through a false floor yeah. They still yeah. die, yeah. but like they couldn't just land on the stones. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if they were they were gonna. Uh, if they really had a him jump, I guess. Like, okay, is this person gonna get helped up? No, they're actually yeah. dead. But yeah, yeah. Why did they have to fall through? <laughs> well, one of wood? Them, one they of really them, jumped, I guess. One of them <laughs> fell through a false floor. Not that one, but another time in the movie, and they actually broke their leg, so it didn't. Even okay. Work. Well, cool. I mean, yeah, that's why <laughs> they had him do it if because they broke their neck. But sure. Oh yeah. my gosh! They needed to die, but not in real life. No, this movie's this movie's gone to Derek's head. <laughs> yeah. needs, this is a like, D D campaign that I cannot get out of my head. Crush your enemies, hear the lamentations of women, etc. The other line, yeah. All right. <laughs> I missed the middle yeah. line. <laughs> well, it's because the middle line is hard to hear. It's like drive them to their know. knees. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm well, on board. I, I don't know. I think we've covered. I think we've covered most of it. Um, the highlights, and okay. I liked the scene where they fight off the like spirits that are trying to take him to to oh, the afterlife yeah. or to how, the. Those the, are so cool looking. How did they yeah. do that? Is what I was wondering watching that. Um, that's a good behind. I mean, yeah, that would be a good thing to to interview the filmmakers on. So it's a very yeah dark scene and you have a campfire lighting up um this one of the the females in the in the film and the spirits are trying to take uh, arnold's body away yeah they're like these little red spirits and they're like all lit up and they're all like choking her and like trying to pull him up and oh yeah it was very cool yeah i don't know how they did that it was so awesome yeah. I mean, I would assume most of it's like 
stop motion and i mean but it's Some a combination of, yeah animation on top of the it just looks so so really good yeah well yeah, i mean 40 years ago too yeah for the time yeah. and it looks like and the actors are fully committing to the fighting these yeah. these imaginary um spirits and yeah i mean it's a very like powerful visual scene for sure i mean it's like scary in the sense that you're worried about what's gonna um you know are they gonna take him away or not the only thing that's a little clunky is that she makes a deal with the sorcerer that if they if they paint all these characters and stuff on his body and perform whatever ritual to bring him back then something will happen to her later and what happens to her later is she gets shot by that snake arrow but it didn't seem related but then she like comes back as like a vision to like help him come back. To yeah, she blinds the one of the brutes that he's fighting at the end. So um, she came back. That was probably like the thing that she wanted, right? Sure. Yeah. To die what, and I then mean, come back and save help Arnold not die. I, I mean, it, it was their relationship was so cool and mutually respectful. It just her death was very yeah. unceremonious and unfortunately. I don't think it was like you know inherent sexism of the time i think it was just kind of like arnold is arnold and he's the (laughs) star of the movie and to add to the emotional stakes they have to kill off his love interest but Mm -hmm. um derek one more northman parallel um (laughs) well i don't want to spoil anything but uh he rather than just live happily ever after with the woman in this movie he goes on this quest for revenge so there's that spoiler there's that as well. Well, I'm just saying that could may or may not happen in the well, Northman. It's a double like it spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> mm, All right. Well, um, I'm good. Yeah, yeah me too. Do we, we want to we'll do come, some? We'll, we'll come back to it. Some full um, in character Conan poetry corner reading. Campfire poetry, Ashley. Campfire poetry sounds good, but I don't think I can do. I don't think I can do his accent the entire time. Hang tight. No, no, no. Keep keep (laughs) clearing your throat. However much it takes. All right. I'm going to play some D&D bar sounds. Ambience. This is specific for D&D. All right. So, Ash. Oh, this is distracting. Okay, but I like it. Okay. Baby boy Conan witnesses his village being destroyed by the vicious Tulsa Doom, which we didn't even mention the name of the villain, which is awesome, by the way. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Tulsa of Doom? Yeah, Tulsa Doom. And this is all part of the poem. Yeah. (laughs) Tulsa even beheaded Conan's mother in front of him as it dropped to the floor with a soggy boom. Conan (laughs) is is then enslaved and forced to push the wheel of pain throughout his adolescent years, only to grow up to be quite a big boy and kill hundreds of men for which death he doesn't fear. He escapes this torture village and wants to seek revenge on Tulsa Doom by putting together a ragtag group of heroes, warrior Valeria and archer Subutai, to send Tulsa to his tomb. They oh my God, the- you're obsessed with that name. <laughs> um, it's in here once. Three anyway, times. They scour. It's all- okay. They scour the land looking for this evil man and a princess that's under a spell. For her return will provide the three amigos all the riches. All the riches, they yell. That's not true, but it just was good. Um, they find the villain in his lair and the battle begins, but not before he turns into a fucking snake and slithers away. No way. Oh, this is shit. where the story ends. After Conan and his crew slice and dice the villain's guards, Tulsa returns in human form and mutters its insight. Now they will know they're afraid of the dark. 
Now they will know when they fear the night, why they fear the night. So in horseback, they ride as the sun begins to set and Valeria is shot with a snake arrow and dies. Oh shit. <laughs> F you is what Conan wants to say, but instead with less words, he chops, he just chops, tells his head multiple times, way to slay. So now the spell is broken and everyone can return to wherever they're from because they're no longer part of a snake worshiping cult. What fun. I even took out his name a few times because I was like, I am saying this a lot. I didn't realize it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's sorry to interrupt. Um, I try to be very respectful during your poetry. readings. Um, That was another doozy, but the, the thing is they don't say that in the, again, they don't use these names in the movie. So I had no idea his name was Tulsa doom. Um, (laughs) They do say like or something at one point. Crumb, 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 crumb. Crumb Crumb is the God of the earth. Isn't Crumb the redheaded guy? Oh, I don't know. Crumb is when he finds his sword. He, so he finds his dad's sword, right? Or his own sword? His dad's sword. That's like the one he talks about when he was a he kid. Happens yeah. to like yeah. fall in, fall into a hole and it's there, which is fine. Um, <laughs> well, but, and, but anyway, and, yeah, I, I didn't know the, the guy's name was Tulsa Doom, but I definitely do now. Yeah, you definitely Same should. in the Northmen. Yes, you're right, Derek. You fall in a <laughs> hole and find the sword. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he does get the, he does get his sword in the, a cave in the Northman as well. Um, really? Yeah. Oh man. So I don't even need to watch it is what you're saying. No, Did you say Homan or Conan? Oh man, Conan. Oh, oh man. Home Depot coming up next. So right. thank you, Ashley, for Poetry Corner. That concludes the first part of our discussion of first Conan part. the Barbarian, but we'll be back to talk about the reaction to this movie after we've had a little time to process but first we are about to participate in our favorite segment of new release rank the Uh, blank and with this week's fake sponsor take it away wrigley's (laughs) when you need a little lift but you just can't take a break Chew Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Oh, really? The cool, refreshing feeling of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. What's oh, so the people working on a roof? Just chewing gum? Oh, there's a male person. That Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. There, there, there. Wrigley's Spearmint Gum really keeps you humming. Wrigley's Spearmint Gum keeps you humming along. Wrigley's Spearmint Gum really keeps you humming. Sixteen million times a day, people everywhere enjoy a refreshing little lift chewing million. Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Wow, I like that. Cool, yeah, data. That keeps you humming. There's a orchestra teacher. Oh, there's a. Basil is composed by Basil. Yeah. Okay, this is a long commercial. Yeah. I don't know if Wrigley's paid us enough for the enough gum. I don't think so. To get through, <laughs> I've already gone through. There's three, a dude six. drumming in the commercial that looks yeah. just so fucking happy about drumming. It's awesome. <laughs> keeps you keeps you drumming and humming. All right, thank you, Wrigley's, uh, for sponsoring new release. Maybe real, maybe not. New rank the blank uh, is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personals. Personals. We rank our favorite personals in this week's newspaper. <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> keep trying. Keep yeah. This week we are doing something <laughs> new and exciting. We are going to do a rank the blank all Arnold death match. Ooh. So we're going to do a quick survey of some of Arnold's most badass and deadly 
characters that he's played. And then we're going to pit them against one another and see who comes out victorious. Will it be Conan or will it be any number of other killing machines, so to speak, that he's played (laughs) in the past? Ashley, what are some... uh, Of his roles? um, uh, Yeah. What are some? (laughs) What are some? Well, some are. uh, T-800 from Terminator. Yeah, That's a good one. Special Forces Soldier John Matrix in Commando. We have him as a Vietnam War vet, Major Alan Dutch Schaefer in Predator. Mm. Police helicopter pilot Ben Richards in Running Man. Douglas Quaid, Total Recall, Secret Agent, Harry Tasker in True Lies, Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin. Of course, Junior. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I that? left off. Did I leave off Last Action Hero from the list? Um, yeah. I just watched that the other day. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, these are, I don't know how we want to, we're going to do a preliminary round uh, where we decide who just gets off quickly and then pick our final four contestants, one of which will be Conan for sure. And then uh, the other really? three, but yeah, I think Conan, oh, really? well, uh, do you think oh, really? we, can, we can, we can eliminate him right off the bat? No, I'm saying let's not. Okay. Yeah. He is so, absolutely anyway well, what do you what, eliminate him who want to keep him yeah what criteria do y'all think uh, is most important for who would win i can keep in mind this is a death match so as long as he can say hello 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 okay so hello, killer speech hello. has a couple lines in a movie um definitely has sweet skills yeah then what is weapons skills equate to whatever we want to equate to okay so sweet skills. With, I, I mean, he can it's yield a sword. He can jump over buildings. He can freeze people. You know, sweet okay. skills. Okay. Yeah. All right. You already sold me. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to narrow down. Like we're gonna have some tough decisions to make. So I don't know if things like whether they have a name like John Matrix factors nah. into the equation, no way, Jose. or if no that way. if that's unimportant. Strength and so, skills and weaponry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Strength, name, skills, man. weaponry. Got it. Um, okay. Well, Conan is moving on. He just, who did he kill off, uh, right off the bat? The guy, the secret agent in true lies. Okay. Fair enough. Agreed. Family man. Got it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) there's some of these are, some of these are tough. So like the, the, he plays multiple characters in total recall or he plays one character, but like, doesn't know about his secondary persona. Um, but I think he displayed quite a bit of, of strength and, and skill there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Let's just pick, we'll, we'll just pick our personal, like avatars that we are going to inhabit our personal Arnold's to enter the final death match cage, uh, fighting with. So who should get the first pick before we do that? Do we, did you already talk about Instagram? Did we have a. A poll or anything? Uh, we did have a poll, but we only got we got Mr. Freeze as one of them. Okay, of well, I'm gonna start then. I also agree, Mr. Freeze. Okay, absolutely Derek is- the best version of Arnold that you could possibly have. Okay, so Freeze. we're not picking our favorite Arnold. This is your Arnold that you are entering for the death match. In the death match, think of it as like a- yeah, yeah. He's my favorite Arnold. Like that would. And could yeah. destroy all the other Arnolds. Think of it like real steel. Now you are 
you are Mr. Freeze. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I am. And Mr. you're controlling Freeze. him in this in this fight. So Ashley, who are you gonna pick? I'm gonna pick uh, Arnold from Running Man because he's super <laughs> fucking fast and he can unroute. Because Mr. Freeze is like big and clunky. He's yeah. not catching him, and he's like really cunning and he's really smart in Running Man. Well, so. y'all are idiots. Um, I was gonna pick guy from Predator, but I changed my mind. Well, that's also that's also not the most obvious. Answer. Terminator, man. Eh, yeah, I mean, the, okay. Well, um, we'll see about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the T eight eight one hundred, which mm. is basically an unstoppable killing machine. <laughs> so good luck fighting me in the in the arena. We got but, it. Um, you can't yeah. win when you're frozen. I mean, you actually can't. Yeah. They they don't call it real steel for nothing. I'm actually made of an an unfreezable steel exoskeleton. So yeah, I'm but I cannot run you. Like forever. you said, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know if endurance is really an issue for robots either. No, but you know. And how do they recharge? Who knows? But there's yeah. a recharging station somewhere. Yeah. Well, they're from the future. They've got it all figured out. Yeah. So good luck. Um. Uh, but but i don't know i uh, how do we want to like pair these off like are we just is it just a free-for-all is conan fighting mr freeze what why don't we i mean i'm definitely gonna die first but i gave a good run (laughs) (laughs) oh good one um okay so mr freeze freezes you in your tracks yeah and that puts an end to smithereens that puts an end to your sprinting and then i feel like now we have mr freeze kind of in a corner with Conan. And how does that go, Derek? Since Mr. Freeze is your character? Um, versus Conan? Yeah. Conan can't handle the freeze. He can't deflect the your freeze blast with his... Uh, I mean, first off, who's chewing no. this ice-cold Wrigley's spearmint <laughs> gum? Like, <laughs> quick, quick break. Okay. <laughs> to his, get back to sword, uh, our roofing yeah. his sword and all the glory of the sword is fine but yeah uh how yeah. often did you see snow in the film he he can't deal with snow he needs he like hang. a wolf pelt and he doesn't have one so he's just shirtless his nipples get frozen and then he dies <laughs> yeah and they cut him off and put him on their fridge ice boxes. Wow. okay so we have the cheesiest character of all time versus the most <laughs> badass killer <laughs> Uh, robot of all time. I don't so. know how we made it here, but we have. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. The all right. T eight one hundred versus Mister Freeze. It's it's obvious. It's obvious. Yeah, I mean, it, I just think like as Freeze is pulling out all his one liners and his lame ass, like yeah. he's like trying to like uh, ice skate <laughs> around and showboat. And the T eight one hundred just goes up, up to him and rips his head off. So, <laughs> yeah, yep. Mortal Kombat fatality style. Next, Perfect. moving on. Yeah, is back. All yeah. right, Easily. so we've got a clip of that if you'd like to hear it. Sure. Yeah. So T eight hundred wins. Congratulations, Drew. Yep. Good job, Thank Drew. You. I feel like that one shouldn't have been. Shouldn't even. I don't know how no there. one picked it. I left. I gave y'all the first pick. We didn't want to win. I'll have to that, edit. Some is that a stuff. heart monitor? Yes. It's naked. It's naked team. Oh. 800. This is the beginning. From Terminator's, Terminator Salvation. Look at which, that butt. Oh, we're in Salvation already. Yeah. And this is actually CGI'd. 
um, Arnold, but. Oh, CGI Arnold. Kristen Bale's shooting fucking a rifle at T8, T800. Oh, man. Anyway, that's it. Cool. We got a little bit of like the machine noises going on. So, yeah. yeah. What a badass. I'm talking about myself. What about um, ass? You did a great job. What about ass? <laughs> what a great ass. Oh, what about what a great ass. Okay. Yeah. What a great badass um, with a. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So (laughs) he has a good butt. We got it. We got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was it for our um, epic death match sponsored, not really, by Wrigley's Gum. Put some in your bum, they say. Um, Now we are (laughs) going to get back to our feature presentation. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get back. back that cast up so um ashley what has the response been to conan the barbarian pretty punny pretty punny um (laughs) it's actually i was kind of surprised that people liked it more than i thought they would because it seems like such a weird movie i was kind of surprised the reviews were so in favor of it it was odd but we all liked it yeah yeah so I'm not surprised, yeah. but the crowd it, it response was, very... was good. People were into it at the yeah. theater, but I could have seen it going in either way for sure. We're kind of like, it, it is weirdly it's R rated as we've, as we've described, but it's also like childish <laughs> and it's storytelling to, to a degree like Derek described, like, you know, this kind of D and D style quest sort of meant to appeal to kids. So I see where they were going with the sequel. But it does also doesn't work when it's neutered. Yeah. So, yeah. And well, and Ebert, which you might have a clip, but um, he gave three stars. I don't. Um, oh, which was surprising to me. I was like, oh, we do. Okay, Ebert. We do have a clip, but it's 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 oh, Arnold it's talking Ebert. about the role. You probably love the shit out of it. <laughs> well, we let's, haven't even really mentioned gotta... like the trajectory of. I mean, this movie launched his career. I'm sure yep. we've talked about it before, but. Uh, aside yeah. from pumping iron where he's playing himself and an iconic performance, but didn't really prove that he could be, well, it didn't, it did in hindsight, but at the time this was a big stretch to make him into a movie star and not just him, but like turning this kind of archetype, I guess Sylvester Stallone had already had Rocky, um, which we'll get to soon enough, but <laughs> maybe Arnold times over. becoming like, the biggest action hero of all time from bodybuilder is more improbable than yeah. like sports figure turned uh, superstar actor. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this was, this is where it all began. And yeah. here is him talking about it. Ooh, old. Oh, what? Yeah. That's where the, we have the clip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? For some reason, I deleted it or closed it. All right. Um... I see Conan is a very yep. heroic character. Yep. I see, I see Conan, Conan as a very, a very heroic, heroic character. character. And he's a perfect hero because he's not 
or perfect so people can relate to him you know because he he, he makes mistakes i love he, uh, he's bad in some so ways much, he's man. not like a superman that is goody goody all the way through the movie had so much dangerous uh, scenes in it i mean there is no stuntman that really can uh, double me in a uh, dangerous situation so because nobody has a body like mine. So what happens is I have to do a lot of the stunts myself. I have to do a lot of mountain climbing, fast horseback riding, riding on elephants or camels, you know, these are all crazy animals we are talking about, or climbing towers. Climb oh, I love Arnold. So I do too. Oh. I hate to dude. I hate to make this this uh, analogy, but I mean it in the well. There's no nice way to say it. Like uh, his extemporaneous, like just like off the cuff speech is the vaguest bit, like the the most charismatic best parts, or I shouldn't say best, the only charismatic parts of Trump at times, where they're just like rattling things off the cuff and obviously mm -hmm. they both went from celebrity to uh elected official but like arnold it was so crazy because he went from pumping iron where he was giving monologues like like that just kind of very charismatic very uh, eloquent and articulate and then he gets uh, behind the camera of a scripted movie and can't read dialogue famously yeah. like they had to cut out a lot of dialogue from his early movies because he just really struggled to deliver it but like can't read this That's but not well, well like not he can read like he's a really smart brilliant speaker it's just like it has to be in his own cadence and his own dialogue like so mm -hmm. and all the i mean i don't we're not making fun of his speech patterns at all he's like a beautiful speaker it's just funny that like he kind of freezes up when he has to read from a script. So, yeah. well, in words, language, I mean, it's a hard language to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And, but he was and, speaking English, like his whole, you know, in, in documentaries and stuff when he was just mm -hmm. being himself. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that's a little taste of how like <laughs> funny and, and natural he can be um, in a candid setting. Goody goodies. Goody goodies. Um, I need to watch yeah. Pumping Iron. Oh, yeah. Really good. But <laughs> yeah, did so did Conan so. do well in the box office or like how did it do? You go see it. Saw the it blood crushed its enemies. It crushed ten million dollars <laughs> domestic. Um, <laughs> fuck you, nice. Porkies. Take that and your Wrigley's bum. Um, yeah. So that's pretty good. <laughs> finally, uh, finally unseating uh, Porkies from Throne. And weirdly, there's a movie called Sword and the Sorcerer. Don't know what that's about. Oh. Um, Paradise, Wrong is Right. I don't know any of these movies. Uh, we did talk about Chariots of Fire, which mm -hmm. has been at the box office for 34 consecutive weeks oh <laughs> in the top five, uh, riding high on that um, Vangelis score, um, giving Basil a run for his money. But wow. anyway, yeah, Arnold wow. takes home number one. We'll see what happens next week when he uh, meets another action hero. But but yeah, this is a box Damn. office success. Certified. Oh, Arnold. Yeah. And he becomes a famous movie star. That's awesome. Good for him. Mm -hmm. um, I think I know the answer, but we'll go through it anyway. Um, is this new release or old news? Would you recommend it to someone coming out of the theaters? What do you think? Should we do a count of three or no? No, yeah. let's do one by one. Derek? Okay. Derek? Um, absolutely new release. 
they they don't make films like this anymore that yeah that um really get off the D D community. <laughs> I just spit. <laughs> uh, and like snot. Seriously, a bit. it's so it's it's a very awesome film. If if anybody that's ever played D D has never seen this, they should. And it's so fucking rad that it was the success in the film industry at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd also un, un, okay. Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually. New release. I agree with Derek. At first, I was like, when I first started watching it, I was very hesitant. And then when the ending, when it like wrapped, I was like, I'm in. I'm down. Yeah. This is sweet. Um, and just as like a random note, the woman who played his sidekick won a go- won an actual like real award for this movie. Oh wow. <laughs> she won a Golden Globe Award for Best New Star of the Year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is All pretty right. cool. Didn't, yeah. Unexpected, but very cool. I don't know that that's an award they do anymore, but <laughs> I don't think they do. But in '83, that's pretty sweet to get a Golden Globe. Um, wow, '82, come on, get with the program. No, but you got well, it was in '83. Oh, okay, yeah, you get with the program, Drew. Yeah, got it. Yeah, got it. Drew, you're wrong. Yeah, want to confuse the audience? <laughs> We're in '82. Um, We're in '82. Well, this is for '83 Golden Globes. Um, Drew, new release, old news. I don't want to rain on anyone's parade. Obviously, this you're is going a new release. To, no, no, no. This is a new release, but like. I don't think we've uh, actually just touched on it. I mean, you wouldn't recommend, would you recommend? It's not like I think everyone should watch this. I I do think it's good to like, but I I don't think that it's, and I I totally get the audience that, yeah, exactly. I totally get the audience you're describing, Derek. But I I know a lot of people in my life where I'd be like, eh, it's fine. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a new release in the respect that like you need to go back and see where it all began for Arnold, if you haven't before. This is an iconic yeah, yeah. character. Everyone knows the name Conan, yeah. like, and they know that it was Arnold. And, and everybody knows remakes. how to pronounce it, too, for sure. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, we, we, we don't need to go into that, and I won't, I promise. But, <laughs> like, everyone knows of this character. If you haven't actually seen the source material, then you, you should. It's totally worth it. You won't be disappointed, I don't think. It, it lives up to Arnold just can do no wrong, really. Yeah, he's fun. He's just yeah, he's just a great person to watch yeah. in general in all of the films. Yeah. Um, OK, so new releases across the board, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. How early 80s is this movie not set in the 80s? <laughs> um, well, a... well, the music, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously it's a sudden a fantasy like um, early. I don't even know what time period, but like uh, pre-technological era. <laughs> so there's that steel rules all. But Some of the it behind- is Arnold is is very 80s. Um, yeah. The music, the genre. We we play fast and loose with our time period rankings it doesn't have to mean it's set in the time it just means it has to evoke the time so Eraserhead didn't evoke 1977 that's why it got a zero Um, but this evokes the 80s like for all the reasons we've described even though it's not like literal setting so I think it's pretty high actually and like those little spirit things like the creations kind of remind me like Ghostbusters well yeah the effects the music Mm -hmm. the actors um in the in the genre like just the the type of you know we've said a million times 
yeah they don't make movies like this anymore in this tone so tonally and uh hits it's a lot of the the categories the hair weirdly is kind of 80s um yeah (laughs) something uh, somehow the 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 1500s in the (laughs) 80s have the same hairstyles so um, yeah, or it's kind of like in a, a hairband for sure. Yeah, I would say in the, I would say seventies something. Dang. Okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, maybe that's too high. It, it really it is kind of tough because of the the fantasy setting. I was I was give it a seventy, but what seventy what seventy nine seventy six? No, not that high. Yeah, I we don't... definitely have to leave some room. I mean, eighty two. Yeah, is the we max. have a lot of like. Oof. All right, seventy three. How about 70 even? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. So it's a 70 out of 82. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So each week when you watch a movie, we take something from the movie and turn it into profit in our new release gift shop. Um, right now, our sweet, gift shop. Sweet Ruby Profit. Yep. A little yeah. empty. So <laughs> what are we going to choose from this movie <laughs> to sell? How can we sell the lamentations of women? Oh, my God. Jesus <laughs> good question, good question. Yeah. um i'm thinking uh uh pecs. i was thinking like, like a, a peck, peck shirt a peck shirt like a peck and bicep shirt that you put on and you look like arnold i was thinking like retractable sword like when you stab someone it retracts Ooh, mm. the yes those absolutely. are fun yeah no they snake are. related well, I thought about a snake one too, where you can like throw it and it does the same thing. It like it hits something, and it goes into a snake. <laughs> it starts off st- like straight, and then you hit it, and then like oh, it's the other way around. So in this movie, well, yeah. I guess it's yeah, it's solid, and then it hits her and turns into a snake. Right, right, right. So um, something to do with a weapon. <laughs> I think it. Well, I mean, we've probably done like I, I'm pretty sure we did like an Arnold muscle shirt before. I mean, I I can't remember. Uh, we've sold through so much inventory. Yeah, it's impossible to keep track, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've already got killer pecs, as we all know from my failed job opportunity at the pool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. maybe it was because of the magnetic nipples. Maybe that's why Ashley didn't hire me. I don't well, know. they were hitting the sun pretty hard, and it was like blinding children. <laughs> but yeah. <you> know. <laughs> um, okay. Think? Well, some some good ideas. Uh, we've got we've got. Um. Retractable swords. Yeah, I'm thinking of retractable swords. So it's the size of the Conan sword. The 11 pound sword. Yeah. (laughs) Real steel? No. It's a different movie. It's for children. (laughs) Yeah, it should be about steel. It should be something steel. Like, I mean, even if it's, even if we can't get our hands on um, ancient fire forged steel, then. Sword letter opener. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty good. Everybody's going to want to buy one because they can't use their fingers. anymore. They got to open their letter somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the fan mail that we're getting, plus all the mail that people get in the present day should make this for a uh, very popular seller. So in the sword's inscription, I I know the sword's inscription because Arnold had it in his Reagan cabinet room when he was a governor. (laughs) The actual sword was like behind him, but it says, Suffer no guilt, ye who wield this in the name of Crom. So that's what our letter opener is going to say. Okay, I'm going to shorten that to Suffer no guilt. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> 
because <laughs> it's a letter opener it's not a 12 yeah. foot uh, yeah. blade so yeah really tiny font well it's a letter opener that has a letter attached to it oh it comes with a letter from ashley handwritten oh, yeah. thanks, every guys. person uh, an entire poem <laughs> dedicated to i can do that each person yeah okay sounds so, good sounds like no work it's for me. gonna be all dedicated to um what was his name uh, Tulsa Doom. Tulsa Doom. <laughs> Sounds like a WWE character. I mean, it's a not an oh, intimidating yeah. name. I don't think it's a good name. Tulsa is not a scary I just like it. first I name. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, um, okay, so we'll include a letter opener for the gift shop. All right. All right. Well. Okay. Moving on. All right. So, what are we gonna watch next week? Well, we've alluded to it a few times. Dun, 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 that's not it. <laughs> that's not the beat. I mean, that's close. Yeah, dun, it is. It is. It's This guy is a wrecking machine. Now, it's time for Rocky to face the challenge of his life. For the first time in my life, I'm afraid. It's time for new allies, new enemies, new dreams. New tears, new danger, new courage, new love, new excitement. It's time for Rocky Three, rated PG. Oh. Now playing at specially selected theaters. PG for punching. <laughs> punching gums. No. Yeah, I was gonna say girls, but that didn't seem appropriate. I said grandmas, uh, which is also yeah. not appropriate, but <laughs> I don't know. All right, so Rocky Three. Um, are y'all gonna do your homework and watch one, two, four, five, uh, Creed and no. Creed Two? Yeah, no. yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna be discussing the entire Rocky Balboa legacy. Oh yeah, I left that one out. So there's Rocky Balboa in between five and Never Creed. Um, <laughs> yeah, Derek's <laughs> <but> out now. <laughs> I, I can't wait because it's so hard for me to decide which one I love more between the first four, three is right in contention Four, of course is up there. And all of them are just incredibly satisfying cinematic experiences. We talked about Basil. Well, you can throw Basil in the dumpster when oh you have a score, <laughs> like a soundtrack, like wow. you do or wow. Rocky three. All right. did, did Basil spend 20 weeks in the Billboard Top 100 with "I Have the Tiger," I don't think so. Not sure that, did. Not that anyone like. Not that that's the same thing because that's you know a band making a, a oh song gosh. for the movie. Regardless, we're going to talk about Rocky Three next week. If you want to yeah. be part of that discussion, then you can subscribe to the podcast by searching "New Release" on Apple or Spotify Podcasts. I don't know what voice I'm doing now. It's <laughs> and what's our Instagram? New release podcast. Nice. So timid. New so, and that's new a mother podcast. flipping. That's a beheaded chop. Wrap. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs>